Well, hello and welcome to the Strategic Insights Podcast brought to you by Strategic Enhancement Group. I am Tim Deitch, Senior Performance Consultant, and today I'm joined by Susan Hall, Vice President, Business Development and Performance Improvement. Welcome, Susan. Hi, Tim. Great to be here. Great to have you. Um, you know, this podcast is one of a series that addresses the challenges we feel when working with clients and coworkers that have their own unique communication styles. And there are four styles we'll speak through. First is the analytical style. The analytical style is task focused and, and deliberate and thoughtful and they prefer process. And that's today's style that we'll examine. The other three styles are the expressive. They're people focused, they're verbal, uh, they think out loud, uh, they're creative and demonstrative. Um, and then there's the amiable style. That's a people-focused person who's diligent. They prefer harmony and collective input. And fourth is the driver. They are task and results oriented and they get to the point and they use their time wisely. You know, each of our podcasts addresses one of these styles. And as I mentioned today, we're going to talk about the analytical style and more specifically the analytical coworker or employee. We'll start with the characteristics of the analytical style, and then we'll share several practical tips and action steps that you can take to interact more effectively with your analytical coworkers. And we'll also look at typical misconceptions or the things that frustrate them. We'll talk through all of these. So let's start with typical behaviors. You know, analyticals are task and process people. They place high value on thinking things through. They tend physically to have a flat affect, meaning they, they often use few facial or hand gestures while they listen intently to a conversation. And they tend to influence others by asking questions versus making declarative statements. They're methodical and they're organized in thought and they value systems of, of approach versus off the cuff thinking. Susan, what are some of the other behavioral cues you might see from an analytical? Well, accuracy and getting it right the first time is very important. Analyticals hate being wrong. Um, they're thoughtful and they often need time. And that could be minutes or a few days, depending upon the gravity of the decision um, to make a decision or to express their opinion about a critical concept. It's not about being slow. Um, in fact, you know, some of my analytical coworkers and friends have told me that that word kind of irritates them. It's more that the way they think is they, they think through different scenarios. Well, if this happens, then this could be the results. But if this happens, then this could be the results. So they, they really want to think through different scenarios in a logical fashion before they weigh in on something important. Right. Um, and, you know, it's important to think about that thoughtfulness, uh, that natural thoughtfulness as a strength. You know, th they actually can help impulsive doers, co-workers who are just, let's get to it. They help them stay grounded. Right. Um, right. Right. Uh, but just the same, let's look at frustrations. You know, there, there can be uh, elements around analytical co-workers that frustrate us. And, and, and one such tendency they have is that when they're under stress, they can avoid 
or withdraw mm -hmm. from a situation. Sometimes it's right when you want them to make a decision or weigh in on an important dynamic, they avoid the moment, right? They can become quiet. Sometimes literally go back to their office and close the door. Right. Right, Susan? Yep, absolutely. And you know, I've learned that silence from an analytical is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, you know, some of the telesortive styles like expressives and drivers feel this need when an analytical goes silent to just jump in and, and fill the silence when the reality is they may just be thinking about, yes. uh, you know, the right response. So it's important to remember with analyticals that when you ask a question, wait, you know, and it, it may, may seem like forever for an expressive or driver when in actuality it's probably only been a few seconds. Um, you know, I liken it kind of to um, hitting hitting the, the button on an elevator. It's like, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know, the more you hit it, it's not going to bring that elevator up any faster. Um, same with analyticals. If you just pose a question, let them think about it, um, you'll, you'll certainly get a good response. Right, right. And that, you know, it leads to a misconception, right, which is uh, the analytical coworker is slow, mm -hmm. right? It takes them so long to, to, to come to a decision. But, but you know, it's really, uh, it's a far more respectful assessment to say, well, they, no, they're, they're deliberate. They're thinking things through. Mm -hmm. would, would you agree? Absolutely. And, and, and I think another misconception is that, um, that because analyticals like data and they, they want to make decisions based on facts and logic that they, they're not creative. When again, that's not true. If, if you give an, you know, an analytical, the, the vision, as well as what you're trying to accomplish and give them time to think about it and help them with the answers that they need, they can come up with some really incredible work. Yes, yeah, I agree. So, so let's talk about specific actions and tips you can take when you're working with an analytical coworker. Um, you know, you know, first, and this is so important because it speaks to, to their personal motives um, you know, they're motivated by respect. Mm -hmm. um, they want you to respect them and they want to earn that respect by making good, sound decisions. This is one of the reasons why you see them being so thoughtful. To them, it means you give them time to think things through, right? Respect to them is giving them time. And, and they, you, that you avoid putting them on the spot for speedy responses. In fact, say it out loud. I'm not going to put you on the spot. I'd mm -hmm. actually like you to think this through. They'll look at you directly and nod and appreciate that. You know, another is, is, their, is their penchant for process. Embrace this process thinking. They can be very helpful in, in helping you think through the important steps of a project or a process they can help you see gaps or potential flaws in it. Mm -hmm. So embrace that. You know, another one I, I would say is, 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 is again, sort of helping, you know, avoid putting them on the spot, you know, they're, right. but, but another reason, not just respecting them is that they're far more productive when you ask them to think something through, right. And send you a response later, you'll get a better answer by not putting them on the spot. Exactly. Right? So Susan, what, what, what other thoughts would you have? Well, they like to be prepared. So as you said, sending them an agenda well in advance will 
um, help them prepare for a more productive meeting. And, you know, unlike some of the other styles, your analytical coworker will probably actually read the materials that you send in advance. <laughs> That's true. I think, you know, agree on scope and timing for any kind of a project that you're working on with uh, an analytical coworker. So as an example, one of my expressive clients actually was working with one of her colleagues uh, and coworkers who happened to be analytical and asked her to create a document. Um, her vision was a one pager that would take maybe an hour to create. Unfortunately, she didn't communicate that to her analytical coworker. And when she checked back in after a couple of days to check in on progress, her coworker was working on a six-page Excel spreadsheet that had taken her hours uh, to complete. It was brilliant, but it was overkill for what the project required. So, you know, who owned that disconnect, right? And in this case, it was both of them. So being sure to agree on timing and deadlines up front. Um, how you'll check in on progress. It's important with all styles, but I think it's especially important with analyticals because their sense of the time required to do the thorough job that they want and need to do may be a little bit different from some of the other teleassertive styles. And I think, you know, finally, when coaching and working with colleagues of the analytical style, you know, it's, it's important for them to grasp the reason and logic behind your decisions. So, so whether you are allocating resources or you're promoting or you're um, maybe, you know, not offering up a project that they want to be involved in, you know, what, whatever the interaction tends to be, make sure that they know how you've arrived at your decision. Um, better yet, you know, ask for their input in advance, give them time to respond, but let them know that, that this has been a carefully well thought out process. And when you recognize an employee or a colleague who's analytical, make sure that you do so one-on-one um, -on -one or in their direct team and that you're respecting the work that they do um, rather than a lot of fanfare. Right, the, and, and the important word on that is demonstrating respect for what they've done as opposed to sort of glitzy recognition. Mm -hmm. That's not the interest. What, they, what, you, the, what their sense of being recognized is that you acknowledge the work they put in and the sound decisions, right? Yeah, for some so, styles, you know, a ticker tape parade is not too much. <laughs> not for the analytical. Nope, no, lots of great tips. So in summary, Analyticals, you know, they are task and process people. Uh, they tend to be thoughtful. They can be quiet during this thoughtful process. They don't think out loud. And they like to have a full understanding of a situation or a meeting before weighing in. You know, so, so our focus is to help them by giving them time to prepare, right? And get their questions answered in advance if you can. Uh, they value systems. So they'll talk about systems within the office and they get concerned about results if the system doesn't feel buttoned down to them. They want to be respected for their organizational abilities and they love data and research. And the reason is because it validates their input and their thinking. In short, give them the information and the time to process it and you will love the results. Well, we've just scratched the surface today. So if you have additional questions or thoughts, please visit us at strategicenhancement.com.